Welcome to Good For Us Pod. My name's Johnny. And my name's Lewis. So it's episode 10, right? And I've just realised it's like putting the 10 into Tenerife. So Good For Us Pod are putting the 10 into Tenerife. Yeah, but you like doing one better than everyone else, don't you? So you would say I've been to 11 Arif. That's next week. Well, I'll make sure that I go to 11 Arif next week then. <laughs> so do you want to tell everyone this week why there nearly wasn't an episode and why they might hear some strange noises or maybe taps on the window this episode? Is that because we're in Weatherby service station? <laughs> That's because we're in Weatherby services and we didn't think we'd be home in time to record the pod ready to go out on Wednesday. We'll tell you what we've been getting up to a little bit later. And if you do hear some noises, we're really sorry. Because there's no rest for the wicked ever. Like, literally, ever, 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 ever. So, as we know, April is Stress Awareness Month, and we're going to save all the reactions for next week when we'll be reading out some of your dilemmas. However, you've been reading a book, haven't you? How's your reading going? Do you know what? It's actually done really well. Has it? Well, I think so. Because, obviously, as I said last week, I've started to read Good Vibes, Good Life by Vex King. Vex King. But, obviously, I want to change the world, and I'm definitely one step closer to ruling the UK. Oh, great. I am like King Louis. How come? What's happened in this book? Has it got pictures in? No, it's got like really lush quotes and stuff actually. It's quite endearing, just like me. So it's basically just like looking at Pinterest? Well no, it's a bit deeper than that. Should I go into a little bit about obviously what I've been reading? Mm -hmm. So you mentioned recently about not liking your job, didn't you? Oh, uh, so a couple of episodes I mentioned employee burnout is on the rise. Is that the one? That's the one. And I've just realised I said you don't like your job. You absolutely love your job. So it's nothing to do with your job at all. But I'm at a part where it's all about leaving a toxic job. And believe it or not, right, your purpose is not to be in a job you hate for the rest of your life. Well, in fact, employee burnout is one of HR's biggest issues right now. Is it? Is it because everyone's been exhausted like us? (gasps) I'm exhausted, are you? I'm so much better now. Like, I generally thought my legs were going to fall off not too long ago. (laughs) And I was getting ill and everything. Like, I didn't know what to do in my life. There's been some research, actually. Burnout from workplace stress is an all-time high since spring 21. Since spring 21. Oh, last year? What year are we in? 23? 23 now. So two years ago. So there's been some new research where 10,243 desk workers took part in a poll and over 40% were found to be burnt out. But why didn't I do this bloody poll? Where was I two years ago? They didn't ask you. Well, they should have done, because I would have been one of them that was burnt out at the time, for sure. So what else have you actually learned from this book? So Vex has been going into talking about how you wouldn't go to a murder scene, or you wouldn't go to a party where someone's attending that continuously like abuses you verbally. Some jobs probably feel like they're going into murder scenes. Exactly. So, the point is, why should you stay in a job that you find toxic and has the potential to knock your mental health for six? Unless you want to murder your colleagues. Did you just fart, by the way? No. Are you sure? Um, Was it the chair? No, the chair's not squeaky. I definitely heard a little trump. Trumpet trousers. Literally. So, a lot of the people these days obviously worry about financial... Oh my God, I can't say that word. Financial? It's going back to having a lisp. Financial. Financial. Financially. No, no financial. <laughs> Why am I... I'll do this bit for you, should I? Have you Go got on. a note written down or are you just ad-libbing this? Cause you seem no, to be I've, just got it, I've got it written down, Hang but on, I look. can't pronounce the word. It's there. Financial difficulty. So why couldn't I say it? 
Bloody hell. And honestly. I'm the one with fake teeth. Exactly. So I don't know what my excuse is. It's just because I'm thick, probably. Or jumping into the unknown. Now, I'm not going to lie to you, right? Because I completely get that bit. And I did really like get in the moment with it. Because I left my previous job and I went into a big pond where I was just a little fish. As a singer or an actor, when you're on stage or whatever, you are throwing yourself into the unknown because the contracts are not for very long and you just take each sort of week and month as it comes. Basically, I live life on the edge, don't I? Yeah. So now, I'm not going to lie, right? Me being this little fish, I'm going to call myself Nemo in this big pond. Although Nemo's not from a pond, he's from the sea, otherwise he'd die, wouldn't he? Like, it was the right decision for me and it created a better life, not just for myself, but I think for us as a whole because we were like two sailing ships. Ships in the night. Are they, are they your hands now? My your hands ships? are the ships. Okay. They would just go in. And I 110% became a completely different person. Now, I'm not saying my old job was completely toxic. So if anyone listens that it was in my old job, it's not that it was toxic. It was just very full on and a lot all the time. I can feel Britney Spears coming on. Toxic comes like Just stick with your Don't day job. Words, do I? So going back to when 10,243 people took part in a poll, there's two types of people that are at greater risk of burning out than everyone else in the job. Right, okay, so what are they? Do you want to have a guess? Well, no, because we know I'm not good at guessing games. You might as well just tell me. No, have a guess. Two types of people, who would it be? The gays. (laughs) Right, no. They're not going to poll people and then put them in. These are the gays. These are the lesbians. They're not going to do that. Lewis Hiller and Johnny Atkinson. Mm-hmm. Is that no. actually right? <laughs> no, no. So two types of people are at greater risk of burning out in a job than anyone else. Women and workers under 30. Well, where do we come into it now then? Just still at risk of burning out, but just less likely than people under 30 and women, apparently. Oh, what it would be like to be under 30 again. So head over to goodforuspod.co.uk and I will... <laughs> Shit, What? Can I just say one what? thing, right? Mm-hmm. You keep saying about this bloody website. It's non-existent at the minute. We're going to launch it on Friday. Right. This Friday. Okay. We'll have, a, we'll have a website launch party on Friday. Oh, my God, with Prosecchi and everything. Yeah. Friday night, we'll have a website launch party. But we need to go into the reaction section for this week. It's mainly from... What? Am I not doing the moral of the story? Well, then. We're going to have a Barney this one because you're snipping all of my bits out. It's like I'm an extra in Hollyoaks. <laughs> so basically, the moral of the story is from Vex King himself. When you recognise that you deserve better than the toxic situation you're in, be daring enough to move on. You don't have to rush the process, but the longer you stay in harmful conditions, you go on to sabotage in your life. Ah. Okay, food for thought then, or book for thought, quote for thought. So the reaction section this week is mainly from people who have kids. Because on the last episode we were talking about the lies you tell your kids because I heard my sister telling me, niece, eat your carrots so that you can see in the dark. And I thought of another one that my mum used to tell us. If you sit too close to the telly, your eyes will go square. I said that one. Oh, did you? I said that one last week. So I remember that's what you said. You've had a a massive rest at the weekend and everything. You know, you can't remember anything. Mm -hmm. We've had some ingenious lies messaged to us, though. Jess, I tell my daughter that the roadkill animals are just sleeping. She'd be really upset if she thought they were dead. What's a roadkill animal? (laughs) You know, the roadkill when you're driving down, you see the deer and the badger and the rabbit lying at the side of the road dead. Oh. That's roadkill. Oh, what? So she pretends they're asleep? Yeah. But what about if their guts and that hanging out? You can't really say they're asleep. Yeah, but you're going too fast to notice, don't you? I guess so. 
Gemma, I tell my kids that Elf on the Shelf doesn't move unless your room is clean. It's a good one. <gasps> I need to get you an Elf on the Shelf, don't I? No. Oh my God, that is the trick to get Johnny to start cleaning. Mark, when the ice cream van plays its tune, it means they've run out of ice cream. Yeah. No, they're promoting it. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> right, right, okay, I'm with you. I'm with it. Right, let's put my brain back in. <laughs> the last few brain cells that I've actually got. Let's just go with the jingle. What's good for us is good for you. One more is there to say. So come along, let's have some fun. We've got your time arranged. What's good for us is good for you. There's so much more to say. With Johnny and Lewis, we're here to make your day. So what have we been up to this week? What have you been up to? Well, we've got a lot of stuff to fill people in with, haven't we? Now, first of all, last week it was my birthday. It was. Happy birthday. Thank you so much. And I got a bloody place on the plane. You got a place on the plane. Woo! Now, really quickly, it was very random how you did it, wasn't it? Because we went for like a little drink, didn't we, down the seafront. Mm -hmm. And all you kept banging on about was Ant and Dex Saturday Night Takeaway. I wanted to watch it because they did their last episode from Florida, Orlando. Well, yeah, I got that then, but I was like, why is he waffling about it? Like, we watched episode one of the new current series, then we didn't watch it again. Then all of a sudden, you wanted to swip swap right to the end. So then what happened was you tucked this little place on the plane slip underneath the sofa. Mm hmm no, you didn't. Actually, you gave me the card first. And he was like, have the best time in Orlando. But before that, when we was having our little walk along the beach, he was like, oh, so maybe we'll plan it and we'll go next year and stuff. So when I opened the card, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I didn't even understand. And then we're going to Orlando. Back to our favourite place. We'll be there on a Wednesday. So what does that mean? Does that mean we need to record the pod when we're there and do a bit of a live stream for Orlando and then release it on the Wednesday? Oh my God, we could go live, couldn't we? Mm -hmm. Or we could even go live when we decide to have a drink. So I think we're the only two people that tend to have quite a few drinks whilst we're at a theme park. Yeah, so what else have we been up to this week? Wedding of the year. So I've been to a wedding this weekend, just gone. My stepsister, Sophie, she looked absolutely gorgeous. The hazard wedding. Just sounds so funny, just it the hazard wedding the hazard wedding i love a good wedding me especially a countryside barn sun shining quite warm drinks flowing and everyone just having a real good time drinks flowing mm -hmm. it was one after the other it was it was just continuous and i think that was the first day of summer as well wasn't it it definitely was because the sun was shining so daytime the ceremony some chats outside lots of pictures where you throw petals and stuff then you go indoors for your food and then your all-important speeches i mean the speeches were amazing weren't they yeah yeah, and we need to do a big, massive clap for Dave, your stepdad. Because his, his speech was really good. Yeah, they all were really good. Quite emotional. And then they have a disco on the evening. And it just kind of flowed really, really nicely. But there's certain bits of the wedding that I didn't actually notice. Which bits? So, the cake. I didn't see the cake. I didn't see the cake either. But I've got some cake now, but I didn't see the actual cake on the day, like before it was sliced and put into a box and I got it the next day. And I really hope there wasn't a guest book because I didn't sign it. Usually I have a guest book. Oh and my you, God. You put like a lovely message in. Oh dear. 
It's probably good that I missed the cake, to be honest, because I probably would have fell into it at some point. Probably. It's probably good for me that I never saw the cake. Because you're really clumsy. I'm very, very clumsy. Yeah, so a great wedding, which is why we're a bit late recording the pod, because that was just the weekend just gone. And it's nearly Wednesday, actually, so we need to kind of get a move on. Exactly that. And I got very, very broody at the wedding, didn't I? Mm-hmm. For one particular reason. He was on the dance floor the whole time. He was like a little Billy Elliot. And I was like, that's mine and Johnny's that. Yeah, there was a little kid doing a lot of high kicks and dancing, wasn't there? Yeah, good wedding all around. Loved it. And then... And then? Became the freak accident. What accident? The freak accident. What accident? Do you know when I nearly chopped my fingers off in the car? Oh, right. So we've got this central... It's an armrest, actually. And it extends out for, for maximum comfort. What did you do? Well, I was trying to find my um, my iWatch charger, wasn't I? To plug it in because it was the, running out. To the USB. And then somehow, like, it was extended and then... It retracted back and you got your fingers And caught. my fingers went straight through. Yeah. There was metal and everything. Yeah, but... Kvizzler? No. They're not even red. They're not even black and blue. Well, honestly, there's, like, flappy skin underneath here. It's like air bubbles. No. I broke a nail. It's not a good. It's not a good look, is it? He breaking didn't. a nail. Right, let's move on. It's game time. So what's that noise has rolled over for a second episode? So I played you a noise, listeners give you a clue, but you didn't take any of those because you definitely knew what it was. Here's the noise again. So you went for salt and pepper grinder. The listener said it was either, Tom said a pencil being sharpened, Jessica, newspaper, ribbon and worktop, and Gareth said it was sandpaper. What noise are you going to lock in? Well, do you know what? I've actually had a few people WhatsApp me and give me what the noise actually is, but they're demonstrating it. Right. So I'm going to go with a pencil being sharpened. A pencil being sharpened, you're going to lock that in. A pencil being sharpened is being locked in. It's the right answer. Finally. Thank you so much, Tom, Brooke and Kevin. Oh. It took a demonstration for me to get it, but the only reason I went with the grinder thing was because mm-hmm. I was giving myself a bit of self-love and trying to prove that sometimes I can actually be right. Yeah, you weren't. Well, I know that now. So I've got a new challenge for you. Oh, God, what is it? It's a riddle. A riddle? Yeah, are you ready? Am I, are we doing this now, or is this something that I've got to guess what it is next week? No, we're going to do it now. Okay. I'm always in front of you, but you can never see me. What am I? I'm always in front of you, but you can't see me. What am I? Gravity. Hmm? I'm always in front of you, but you can never see me. Gravity. <laughs> Oxygen. Air. Breath. You're just saying loads of random words now. But it all muddles into the same thing. Gravity. Oxygen. Air. Breath. No. Then what would it be? Well, I'm not telling you the answer if that was you. The answer that you're locked in. It's always in front of me, but I can never see me. Eyes. <laughs> I'm always in front of you, but you can't see me. What am I? I literally do not have a clue. I'm always in front of you, but you can never see me. Well, it's nothing then. Well, it depends where you are. Wherever you are, you can always see this. The sky? No, you can't see the sky if you're in the house. So is this something that's rolling on to next week? We're going to have to if you don't know what it is. You might need some help. Well, clearly I do. Unless I have actually said the correct answer. You haven't? 
always in front of you, but you can't see me. You can't see me, so we're going to have to just leave it there for next week. Get in touch at goodforuspod, or you can give us an email. Head over to goodforuspod.co.uk. Which is being launched on Friday. <laughs> yes. So less of what's that noise then? Because it's now what's that riddle? Riddle me this. That might be copyright. We'll not no, use that's that. definitely. I've heard that before. We're not going to call anything. It's just riddle time. Well, that's very bland and beige, isn't it? Well, if you like a riddle and you've got an idea of what we can call this section, and get in touch as well. Riddling me. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't use riddling me. We can't use riddling right, me. Let's leave that one there. So on to off your chest. Or Ick of the Week. Now, would you like to go first or would you like me to go first? You can go first. Right, now, this one isn't really like an Ick. It's more of an off your chest. Now, obviously, we've been travelling back from Newcastle today and we went for breakfast, didn't we? We went for breakfast, yeah. Now, we've ordered our stotties. Absolutely love a stotty now. So a stotty is bread. But it just tastes so much different to bread. It's mm. like a secret ingredient that's just been planted in there. So now we're eating away. We've all finished... I've stacked the plates up because we're not on a plane so technically I'm allowed to do that to help the girl out. Anyway, I was like, thank you so much for that. That was really lovely. And she walked away from you. She looked at me and then walked away with the plate. She didn't say anything. She wasn't very... Her customer service wasn't the best, was it? Well, no, not really. But then I was like, maybe it's because I'm a polite southerner. Because you northerners do tend to think that us southerners are quite rude at times. Well, northerners are just over polite, I would rather you say, than just say all southerners are rude. What I'm trying to say is, do you reckon she was just trying to catch her breath because she was like, oh my God, there's a really polite southerner in the building right now? No, I think she was just rude. Well, she definitely needs um, a few tips. <coughs> oh, that, that was rude. I should have done that in her face. She would have had something to say then, wouldn't yeah, she? Yeah, that was really rude. That You've was... just gone on about how polite southerners are and you just burped in the pod. Well, you just interrupted. I was going to say, pardon me. But that's still rude. You did pardon. it right in my face. Oh, Right, I'm getting something off my chest. When companies only acknowledge your public tweet or comment on social media rather than your complaint via email. So what have you complained about or what's happened? Well, I haven't done this for a while, but I have a friend, a close friend, who didn't get a response to their email for a couple of weeks. So they took to Twitter and it went viral. They have asked me not to share it, but what I have done... I've been a bit obsessed this week looking at company reactions and responses on social media. I've got some time. Do you want to hear them? Go on. Someone tweets Royal Mail, at Royal Mail. I'd love to make a complaint. My Valentine's card still hasn't arrived. Then Royal Mail replied and said, Sorry to hear that. When exactly did your mum post them and what service was used? (gasps) (laughs) It's quite cheeky, isn't it? Does mums even send Valentine's cards? No, but it's just implying that he couldn't get a girlfriend, so it was his mum that was sending him one in the post. Oh. Keep up. Have you got some more? Somebody tweets, At Tesco, Carrying shopping hurts so much. Fuck you, Tesco. And then they've replied and says, Do you even lift, bro? Dot, dot, dot. Do you even lift, bro? Do you even lift, bro? Because when somebody goes to the gym and it's called, do you lift? Like, arm do. Oh, well, you normally tell me off the way I carry the bags, don't you? Yeah, because you carry it over your wrist. Like, yeah, because it's just so Shaking much... your hips as we're walking back to the car. Yeah, but it's just so much easier to carry them because otherwise they're too heavy. Someone tweets, it's an immediate turn off if a girl's mobile network is Tesco and then tags Tesco in. Oh my God, I used to be with Tesco. <laughs> Was it a turn off for you? So Tesco Mobile have replied. <gasps> Same one. <laughs> are you really in a position to be turning girls away? <laughs> These are not real. 
They are. These are real. Someone's getting their P45 in the post, aren't they? I love it when companies go rogue like this. There's another one. So Xbox are releasing a new controller. How many controllers do they release? So they're releasing one for Pride. So it's going to have like a rainbow flag. So Xbox tweets, Our Pride controller features 34 flags representing the many LGBTQIA plus communities. And then somebody responded to them okay. and said, nobody asked for this. So then Xbox replied back saying, and no one asked for you to reply, but here we are. Oh my God. Like what is going on? Surely you're not allowed to reply with anything. You've just got to be polite about things. But certain companies like to stick up for what's right. And those are the ones that go viral. But do you know what's even better than that? It's when companies have a comeback to another company. Oh, like what? It's like McDonald's versus Burger King or something. A little bit like that. So BBC Three tweeted, A bit sleepy after your lunch. There's 10 episodes of The Big Bang Theory on E4 right now to lull you into an afternoon nap. And then E4 have tweeted. Oh, God. Or you can stare at a blank screen. That is BBC Three. Kiss and wink emoji. <laughs> My God, it's like Katie Price and Jodie Marshall over again, isn't mm-hmm. it? Because obviously BBC Three only starts at a certain time. Have you seen the most recent one, though? This is one of my favourites. I don't use Twitter, so I don't know any of these. It doesn't have to be Twitter. This can be Facebook as well, but it's an Easter one. Okay. So it's Waitrose and M&S. Have you seen it? posh. I don't think so. So Waitrose went to war with M&S because they've launched a rival suite to Percy Pigs. It's tongue-in-cheek. I absolutely bloody love a pig. So Waitrose, so they've created a chewy egg suite and they've called it Sam. And the caption is... Oi, Percy, give up now. You can't compete with my cute permanent smile. You, me, this Easter. Easter eggs are a thing, but Easter pigs? Question mark with shrug emoji. Oh, God. I mean, I don't think I agree with a chewy Easter egg. It's just, it's like a, you know the little eggs, jellies that you get? Oh, okay, I'm with you. I thought it was like an Easter egg that was like just chewy no so i was like how do you even do no, that it's the packet it's just like a percy pig it, it must taste exactly like a percy pig it's just an egg yeah, i want some percy pigs now have right. you got any more for us i haven't got any more but i was wondering if anyone has ever tweeted a big company and you've got a response from them we'd love to hear from you do you know what actually that does remind me what? now obviously i work in a hotel during the day and I was curious to see what reviews and that have been put on about different hotels around the area. Yeah. But I'm going to find them and I'm going to tell you all next week. They are absolutely hilarious. Me and Caroline were literally pissing ourselves. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they are really, really funny. Will you share them next week? I'm going to share them for sure. Can you send them in? I'll send them in. Because it's not very fair if loads of people are messaging us things in and then we just read yours out. Well, no, obviously we'll read everyone else's as well. You've got control over all of that anyway, like the Instagram, the email. I don't have any of it. Okay. So we just share them out at the end. Right. Well, that's it for this week then. Wait, I do have an announcement. An announcement? I do have an announcement really, really quickly. A lot of people have been asking when my next music is coming out. When your next single? My next single, that's the one. Is going to be coming out. The next single is in the process of being written. It hasn't got a name yet. It's going to be released whilst we're in Orlando. Is like, it? And I'll tell you again. Right, well, you've committed to it now. I've committed to it and it's going to happen. All right. Good guys, have a great week and we'll see you on the flip side for episode 11. Thanks for listening to episode 10. 
Don't forget to rate, review and also subscribe to get all of the inside gossip and when our next releases are. But in the meantime, I'm going to carry on reading this book so Lewis Hiller can start ruling the UK. Right, and I'm just going to quickly run in for a wee and then we'll carry on, right? Can you get me a drink? Do you know how expensive they are at the services? Can you give me a drink? I'll get you a drink. Guys, see you. Bye. What's good for us is good for you. There's so much more to say. With John.